Hi, everyone that are gonna, that's listening now and who will listen a little bit later, uh, you know, all around the world. So I'm super excited today. I have a, an amazing person here. Uh, I'm going to call her Amazing Soul. She, she is a trainer uh, and she is a fitness guru. I'm going to call her a guru. Guru and and she's pretty young, but she's also very wise. And uh, her name is Cassandra. Cassandra, I call her Cass. So Cass, welcome to. Uh, I think a lot of people call you Cass. So welcome to the show. And I'm uh, <laughs> glad you're here. So anyway, tell us how you got hi, started hi. in fitness. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's saying hi to everybody. So, Sorry. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me. First off, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really pleased to be on here and be able to talk to you guys. Uh, we're glad to um, have you. Is that what you asked me? How I got into fitness? Yes. So I played um, sports growing up. Actually, when I was younger, um, I was a little—I'd say overweight. So I was about 14, 15 years old. And then one day, I just—you know—like started working out. I started playing softball. I got more active and started re- like realizing my eating habits, just things like that. So I got into the whole fitness, sports, nutrition aspect. And then throughout my softball career, I ended up playing two years of college softball at Santa Fe in Gainesville. And then from there, when I came back, I I really stuck to the fitness aspect of it. You know, we had to train a lot for softball, and it was something I enjoyed um, to do. So I kept doing it Uh, when I came back from school. That I kept studying down here at FIU. Um, I would wake up early before before work, and and I just really enjoyed it. So I thought, listen, I want to be, I want to get into like the fitness world, into nutrition, into fitness, something I could do. Um, so I ended up working for Orange Theory. I started off as a sales associate, and right there I fell in love with that workout and. It just took off from there. About a year later, I started coaching. I, I switched studios. I went to the beach. And I've just grown and have learned so much that I didn't know before. And I, I know that there's so much that I can continue to learn, which is something that I really enjoy also. That's cool. I love that. And I know you have – people want to know how to get lean and trim, get in their bikinis, right? Because we stay in our bikinis here all year round or their bathing suits, whatever, whatever they want to do. And I know you had made a couple of uh, uh, points that you wanted to cover with people about getting healthy, getting, getting the best body possible, and also taking to their body and their health to a new level. Um, please share with us what you got, because I'm interested in that myself. You know, and by the way, yes. I go to Orange Juice. She's, so, she's a trainer for me, or for everybody there. <laughs> so and she's good. I want to make sure I plug you, plug you, did a little plug there. Uh, but share with us. <laughs> so I think I think it's getting into the idea that it's more of a lifestyle, not so much like oh I need to eat healthy, you know, so I can look good. And then once you once you like see a little bit of goals, you kind of pull back. You know, it's something that. It's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes a long time. You need to set little goals for the big goals. So let's say that your goal is for that summer body. You know, it's not It's not going to happen overnight. You need to set little goals. Maybe like, all right, this week I'm going to work out three times a week. Once you get in that habit, maybe bump it up to four. Or this week I'm going to start eating a little bit healthier, Um making like small choices, so such as like cutting out soda, you know, or cutting out 
you know, processed food. Right. Um, so those little changes, it's just, it's more so getting into the lifestyle change and realizing that it's something that's going to benefit you, not only on the outside, but on the inside. You know, when you feel good after working out, you're, you're going to feel good you, after you eat well. So that's kind of like the idea you want to get at, not so much as looking at it in a negative way, which a lot of people do. A lot of people think, oh, man, I have to work out and I'm doing it so I can look good. But, you know, if you think of it as a positive way and, like, you know, it's only 30 minutes of my day, it's going to make me feel good, you know, those endorphins running, then I'm going to eat a good meal, which that's going to make me feel good too. In the long run, it'll help you out way more, you know? Right. So what you're saying is, is like, instead of saying, I got to look good, I got to get ready for bikini weather, you, you're, you know, for instance, if you're in wherever, it's because it's freezing cold like in Texas right now. Um, then you look at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, then you're looking at it as a a lifestyle. So it's like, okay, I've got to get lean and healthy for me, and I've got to get lean and healthy so I'll be have more energy. Um, you know, and and so it's not a five or ten pound thing that you're looking at. It's about changing everything, mind, body, spirit, exactly. right? You know, and it's, it's also. It's also getting into the mindset of not comparing yourself to other people. You know, now with social media, everyone, a lot of it's honestly fake. You know, everything, everyone posts pretty much what they want people to see, not what really happens. So I think getting into the idea that each person is their own person helps a lot too, you know. You you shouldn't compare yourself to others. Yes, you want to feel good and look good, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to be happy with yourself and finding that inner happiness is another like good goal. So that's why like seeing it as a lifestyle change and, you know, realizing that working out is good for me and eating healthy is good for me. is just going to all like settle in together and take out those negative thoughts, you know, that's, that's cool. So you're talking about, um, all right. And not comparing yourself. I have had a real challenge with that myself, and you know that because, uh, as I said, to those who are listening now and those la- later, Cass has uh, been one of the trainers at Orange Theory in Miami Beach that I've, I've went to her classes. She's the best coach there. Um, and so comparing yourself, it'll drive you crazy, right, because you're like, well, he can go faster, she can go faster, you know, on the rower, on, on those things. So how, how do you stop comparing yourself? You know, you've really helped me with that. So what's your thoughts on that? And why don't we compare ourselves? What's, what what um, does it do to us? Like I said, a lot of people compare themselves to others because nowadays social media is a platform and everyone just, like I said, is posting what people want other people to see, not so much what they are actually doing, like, and stuff like that. Well, but yeah. Um, I, I would think like, for instance, like, like how I always tell you set little goals and then eventually you will get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone started where you're starting. Those, the people that are usually, um, in the shape you want to be in or in the athletic performance field that you want to be in have been doing this thing, this for a long time and using those tools, but they started where you started at one point. And I think that that aspect is what helps people a lot um, to stop so much comparing themselves to others. You know, like each each person's your individual. You need to set your individual goals and push yourself to your limits. 
Okay. Okay. That makes total sense. So what you're saying, and that you made brought up a great good point. I want to ask you a question about it. So when you're seeing the people on social media, whatever, and they look amazing, you're like, I'll never look like that. I have to, you know, uh, whatever. Um, you, you that may not be the real real deal there. Correct? May not. May maybe. Correct. It is. Nowadays, okay. nowadays there's so many filters and edits and you know even even angles like even the angle you pose at right can can affect how you look on you know in a picture just like or like sucking in stuff like that you know so everyone is going to post pretty much what they want people to see now there are people that do I have seen on social media which I love when people do that um that they'll put like Instagram versus reality and like they'll put how they actually look to like show people that you know it is you know we do not always look perfect right you're right about that we all we don't and so let me ask you this question uh too as well how is it okay I saw I saw Cass she has so much patience there was a gentleman in our class because we have all sorts of people, all different fitness levels, and what I love—that's what I love about your training—that you incorporate us all in there. You had a guy who looked like he'd never been in a gym, not that he was obese or anything. He just—he was uh, not the best on the machines. And then you have other people that are, you know, runners and and avid runners. I mean, I love running. And then you have other people that that are really overweight. How do you? Do you have a perfect person that you like to train, or how do you train those people with doing the same kind of workout? How do you do that? that that's a good well, question. You need to, that is a good question. Um, I always realized that, which which it's always at first it was more challenging when I first became a coach, but I've already been doing it for almost two years, and I've had every type of client or a person come take my class, you know, and it's just realizing that not like how I told you, not everyone's at the same fitness level and catering towards them. Like the, the gentleman you're talking about, um, yeah, he definitely looked like he hadn't been in the gym for a while, but that's okay. He did the hardest part, which was coming in and I made the modifications that way he can enjoy the workout as most or as much as everyone else could. Um, and it's sometimes very difficult for people. They feel discouraged. So I kind of like to make them feel comfortable. You know, that's why I was so attentive with him and gave him all those modifications. That way that he could feel very comfortable um, during the workout because I didn't want him to feel lost or discouraged. I wanted him to come back. I wanted him to enjoy it. And he said he did. So that was, that was really, I was very happy that he enjoyed it. Yeah, he was amazing. And I'm going to say this little note about Cass. She was so patient with him, and she got on the ground with him and was helping him. And I I was like, wow. And the guy got a workout. He got a strong workout, and you had to modify it. So that's that's an answer right there, modification. Like I know sometimes with my shoulder and my heel, you've had to do that too as well. Um, And I know there's others there as well. Um, And do you – let me ask you a question. Do you enjoy training regular average Joe people? Uh, or do you enjoy training athletes? And what's your thoughts on athletes versus uh, every everyday people? Which ones are the easiest clients? Um, I feel like it has to do more with the actual person. So okay, 
I enjoy I enjoy coaching both because we do see a little bit of everything at Orange Theory, which is really cool. That's why I really like the workout because it's tailored towards everyone, you know. But um, I think it depends more on the individual person because let me tell you, we'll have, I'll have someone that's not an athlete, not very athletic, but has really a lot of motivation and really wants to work. And I'll tell them to do something and they'll do it. And then I have the athlete that um, that they're, you know, super good at everything. And then sometimes with them, though, they won't, they don't like that extra push. Like I know that they can do more, but they don't want to do more because they think what they're doing enough. Does that make sense? So, you know, you have it on both sides and then you have the average person that doesn't really like the push. It's just like kind of going with the flow. And then you have the athlete that just wants more and more and more. So I don't really have a preference. Um, If anything, I, I do enjoy the people that are very, that they like the motivation, they like to be there, they like to learn. That's the person I like. Not so much whether it's a new person or an athlete, because it all has to do with what you want to do. Yeah. I, I Okay. So, yeah. So I want, I want to be a, a better runner, right? I know that I was, and you, you were telling me that, and now it's like, man, I think I like rowing too. So explain the difference there. Like rowing is really a lot better for you actually than running. And I learned that from you, I think. Yeah, I believe I did. So what's your so, thoughts on that? After running, it's a great exercise, but if you're looking to build muscle, I like the rower. It's, it's very full body. Um, at the same time, getting going and gets your legs stronger, your body stronger. It does help you with running. When I started rowing more, I became a better runner. So rowing is <laughs> awesome. Uh, I love swimming too. So I'm working very low. But that's another thing is that it's very sometimes when we run like you know how you're here for some um at least we're with this aren't when you go bring out time very low impact everything body weight off that's why I'm the rower. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're the one that really pushed me. I, I I'm enjoying rowing, and it takes it takes your time and everything like that uh, to to build up speed there. Um, how about body weights? Uh, I, you know, you we were talking one day, and you said um, that I go, I want to be a better rower. You need to get your legs stronger, and I go, well, running helped me get my legs stronger, and but you need strong legs to run. So is that a catch twenty two? How do you do that where you can be a better rower, better runner, and get strong legs? What's a way to do that? So, so strength training is key for everything, for for building muscle, for losing weight. A lot of people think um, when they when they want to lose weight, it's like, oh, I got to do a bunch of cardio. But in fact, the more strength training you do, um, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn throughout the day, and that's how it really works. Because when you do cardio, you're kind of like burning right now, whereas when you do strain training, you're burning now and later. So cardio is a great. I love doing cardio. I love to run sometimes too. Um, and there's there's marathon runners that they love to run and they're in great shape and stuff. But definitely strength training is key because the stronger you are, the the easier that it's going to be to like push yourself a little bit more on the treadmill or on the rower, especially 
because you can get you can get good at running without um without doing strength training because that has to do more with the endurance aspect. But okay. you know, then you when you run too much, you end up losing a little bit of muscle, especially at Orange Juice since we're taking your heart rate up and down too much. So much. Right. So it's really important to incorporate that strength training also. So you do that with weights, right? Strength training. Okay. Yes, yeah. weights. You can do body weight. You can do weight resistance bands. Um, kind of like when we're on the floor, all the different aspects that they do. Rowing gets you strong too. Rowing gets you lean. Um, walking on incline is good. So all the there's a bunch of different different tools. Um, that was another thing I kind of wanted to touch up on for people that are looking um, to be the best or to have the best body that they can have is you need to find things that you like to do. You know, not everyone likes to run. Not everyone likes right. to grow. Um, so maybe maybe going out on walks, uh, stuff like that, you know, having an active lifestyle, finding things you like to do, going on a bike ride, um, playing soccer, whatever it is you like to do, something you like to do and that's good for you and gets you moving is is key to find, you know. Especially right. for those people that are like, oh my god, I hate the gym. You need to, <laughs> you need to start going to the gym, start finding the things that you like, and going from there. And, you know, it, it makes it better, definitely. So what you're saying, I, I did, I, this, I'm just putting this together. Wow. Um, so strength training is as important as, or you know, to strength train is is as important as cardio when you want to shed some pounds. Wow, I did not know that, Cass. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, a lot and, of people, a lot of people don't know that. Okay, yeah, and you have some other points you wanted to talk about. I'm sorry, I interrupted, but that that's cool. I like it. Thank you. No, so much. no, that's good. I that's I I do like that we were talking about that. So yeah, strength training is super, super, super important. Um, I guess now now that we're getting more and more in technology and things that we're learning and we're learning more and more and more. Um, it actually is better for you for strength training versus cardio to lose weight because of the same the reason I was saying that in the long run you're gonna be burning more throughout the day with the more muscle you have. That's why I don't know if you notice guys versus girls. Girls love cardio and guys like strength training, but guys can eat way more than girls, and it's because guys have so much muscle mass. You know, they they right. burn more than we do because they have more muscle mass in their body. Women in general t- tend to carry more fat because we carry babies, things like that. But um, that's why it, they're allowed to eat, or not that they're allowed to eat, that they're able to eat, I guess, more and not put on the pounds like women do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, right? So um, that's, that's cool. So I'm going to ask you this, all right? Strength training, do you need heavier weights? Or what's your thoughts on that? Because I know people are going to be wanting to know. And by the way, Cass, I'm going to talk to her about doing some stuff with Angel Coaches, and uh, so she can she can put some videos. And I always say you can never be thin, too too rich, or have too much love, right? So you know um, that's exactly. just a little side. Of there, there you go. But do you need heavier weights or to strength train? Do you need body weight or uh, that's a question. There's- there's everything, anything you can get. Um, I mean, yeah, it's good to incorporate a little bit of everything, maybe some heavier weight, light reps, or if you're going to go light, maybe do more reps, um, depending on what you're looking for, ideally. Uh, if you're looking to get strong, 
and you want to go heavy and with a little bit around like six reps or less. Now, if you're looking to tone up, uh, get that high hypertrophy, go a little bit moderate weight, you know, make sure you're going as hard as you can until about maybe 12 pounds. I mean, not 12 pounds, 12 reps, 12, 15 reps, you know, so everything's a little bit different, but definitely throwing in strength training is good. Body weight, you know, whatever you can do. Now it's tough times with COVID. Not everyone has access to the gym. So if all you can do is body weight movements. Do those body weight movements, you know. Um, even if you got to do 100 squats to those legs yeah. burn, you got you to gotta push yourself to that limit. But um, it's just finding it uh, or what people have accessibility to. Because, you know, some people have the luxury that they have gyms with heavy dumbbells or heavy weights. And some people... Um, some states are still closed, you know, and yeah, all you guys yeah, can yeah. do is work out outside. So even doing bodyweight squats, push-ups, lunges, um, finding things, maybe stuffing a book bag um, to throw in a little bit of weight, grabbing onto some laundry detergent when you hit shoulder presses, stuff like that. That's a good idea, laundry detergent. And you're saying the one, the laundry detergent that is full, not the one that's in just about an empty canister, I'm sure. Not the so. one that's empty. <laughs> Definitely yeah, right? the one that's full. <laughs> that's cute. So, all right. And then the uh, the other questions I, I had, if you've got things you want to bring up, please. But um, people, I've asked you about this before. People can have more body fat than they do muscle. Uh, and it doesn't matter if they look lean, they can still be called obese because they have more body fat, maybe? Is that true or not true? I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, it it can. It depends. Every, every, or I guess what you're asking me, um, not so much obese, but a person can look lean and can look healthy, but if they're not fueling their body right, they can be damaging the inside. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I I am. And then like the, to we just in Orange Theory we're doing the body mass, right? So you, if I've got over yeah. the okay, so can you talk about that a little bit because that's a little confusing I think for people. So we got the InBody machine, which the InBody tells you a lot of cool information such as body fat percentage, body mass. Um, it kind of like divides your body out, tells you how much muscle ha- mass you have. Um, and it kind of splits into the four quadrants, how much water weight you carry. Um, that machine is pretty cool. It tells you also your metabolic rate, which your metabolic rate is how many calories you burn throughout the day. Um, and for people who are trying to lose weight, it's suggested to eat or to consume less calories than you're burning. Now, a lot of people get into the idea, let's say my, your body metabolic rate is 1800 calories and you take an orange to your workout where you burn another 500 so that's going to increase it your your total caloric expenditure for the day is whatever 16 plus 500 is so 20 what is it 2300 right 2100 2100 okay so um a lot of people just don't don't calculate in the workout they do plus what you you're walking or whatever you do out throughout the day you're burning calories so um definitely i i'm not a big calorie counter when it when it comes to like losing weight i'm more of uh stick to whole foods things that are good for you um eat your lean protein your 
carbs, your healthy carbs, your healthy fats, um, eat till you're satisfied. The the body fat, um, same thing. The more muscle you have and when you're working out and stuff and you're eating right, that that sheds off on its own for people that are trying to, like, lose weight. Um, right. Definitely, I don't encourage stepping on the scale. The scale's very outdated, I feel like. Um, I've weighed anywhere from 125 to 145 within the past three years, and sometimes weighing one in the 120s, I looked worse than I did when I was in the um, in the 140s, you know, because muscle does weigh more than, than fat. So the more muscle you have, sometimes you might weigh more, but you're dropping that body fat, which is another thing. People are like, I feel like that discourages people too because they're working out, let's say, and going to the gym, and they step on the scan, and they're like, man, I weigh the same or I weigh more. But if you're building muscle and losing fat, you might weigh more, you know? That's a thing too. Right. So I always say if you can wear a size 5, and you weigh 200 pounds, who cares, right? You know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Um, are you a big fan of water? Drinking yeah, water while you're working out? Important. Okay. I drink lots of water throughout the day. Water is okay. very important. Well, coaching coaching helps me drink water because I speak so much on the mic. It's that I'm thirsty. So I have at least two bottles of class. So I'll drink anywhere from eight to ten water bottles a day, if not more. Wow. Which wow. which that helps a lot. But I do with my clients, um, try to get them to drink water. Uh I have one that I'm working with now. Uh we're doing personal training. And she bought a little one of those little water bottles that kinda gives you a guide like where you should be at like throughout the day. And that helps for right. her. Um, but water's very important. We're made of water, you know? And it also yeah, helps yeah. flush out all those all those bad things inside of us. So water's great. I love water. Yeah, I've gotten up to uh three fourths of a gallon now. God. Even though that's just so challenging for me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not It that is, thirsty. it is challenging. Yeah. But I feel better. You know, it's giving me it's weird. I it's giving me energy to drink more water. Isn't that funny? Um do you have anything yeah, you want to cover? Yeah, the more custom you get to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Any and any other points, Cassie, you want to cover? Because I I've asked you so many questions. You're like a wealth of information. I appreciate it so very much. And uh, any questions you have, or any points, or anything um, you want to say? The, there are two other things, kind of just like getting on a routine. I think helps okay. a lot of people. You know, routines are good, especially for people with busy lifestyles. Squeezing in that workout. A workout is only, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour of your day. Um, get it in there. You know, maybe if you, if, you, if you could only do it in the morning, prioritize to get it in there. If you could only do it at night, prioritize to get it in there. You know, um, definitely building a routine with everything. Sleeping's important. Um, your meals, make sure you get them in there. Try not to push off meals for those of you that are busy. And then also getting loved ones on board. I feel like people struggle with that with with weight loss or their fitness journey because, you know, they they want to – their loved ones are kind of, like, not on the same page as them. So maybe right. sitting down, your issue, sitting them down and being like, listen, I have goals and I need you to support me because this is something that's important to me. And that can help in the long run, you know, because a lot of people – um they struggle with that. I know I have in the past with my relationships, 
It, it is tough. And you need to have that conversation and be like, hey, this is something that's important to me. And if you do care about me, I need you to be there for me and uh, support me in this. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So that's your that's your your sweetheart. You you your sweetheart. Any of our sweethearts, right? So that's what we need to have that kind of uh, conversation. Our sweethearts, with. our our siblings, our friends. You know, uh, a lot of people like to. Uh, you know, a lot of people struggle losing weight because of alcohol. Let's say, for instance. Right. Right. Um, you know, you go to social you go to social events and you feel the need to have to drink because your friends are drinking. But if you tell them, hey. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna drink today. I've got goals to hit, and you know, I can I can take a I can take a weekend off of drinking, and I'm gonna have a good time without it. Or maybe limiting your drinks or the type of drinks. I know that that's happened to me a lot. I've gone to to parties with my friends, and I'll not want to drink, and then they'll be like, "Oh, why aren't you drinking? What's wrong with you?" And they're very <laughs> questioning about it, and I'm just like, "Hey guys, like." I'm just not doing it today. I want to feel good tomorrow. I want my body to feel good tomorrow. It's just not happening, you know? Um, so getting yeah. everyone on board with whatever your goals are. That's cool. I love that. Um, that's just some good points. Do you have any more? Because we're running out of time, but we can certainly take time for a couple more points if you want to cover anything else. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good for now. I'm glad. I'm glad we did talk, and I'm I'm ready to come back whenever you want anything from me. Well, I want to talk to you about that. So you you guys, uh, her, she's amazing. I, I can't enough. And uh, what a trainer she's. She has a lot of heart and soul for people. And I think that's what we all need, right? And uh, she cares about people. And Cass, that's what I've noticed about you and everything. So anyway, all right, everybody, take care and have a great now. And Cass, we, I will talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye, Cass. I'll call you. All righty. Sounds good.